McConnell says January 6th committee's findings are something the public needs to know. Florida man gets five years for assault and capital riot, the longest sentence yet. Doctor brings climate change into the exam room, sparking worldwide debate. A winter triple threat leads to a run on co leads to a run on COVID tests just before the holidays. Appeals courts reinstates Biden vaccine rules for, for businesses, handling the White House, handling White House a victory in COVID fight. Amid rise of uh, Omicron, businesses ease up on return to work policies. This is a special report from NBC. The, according to NBC, the process has been rigged. Inside the fight to regulate one of the country's deadliest products. In U.S. news, San Francisco mayor declares state of emergency to combat overdose deaths crime. Former Minnesota officer Kim Potter cries during testimony in her manslaughter trial. Hello everybody, welcome to the Mando Talk Show. Today is the second episode, one host only. By the way, my name is Armando Ramirez. I, ha I have made the show. Hmm. McConnell says January 6th committee's findings are something the public needs to know. Senate Minority... Minor Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said Thursday that he looks forward to seeing what the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol finds in its probe. Uh, according to uh, McConnell, it was a horrendous event and I think what they are seeking to find out is something that the public needs to know, McConnell said in an interview with Spectrum News. Uh, McConnell's interest in the in the investigation is notable as he had opposed the creation of bipartisan in January 6th commission calling the idea slanted and unbalanced. The minority leader's comments are to are are a stark contrast to those of, of the grand old party counterpart in the house. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, which is, um, pretty sure representative from from California, who has denounced the committee's work as purely pure, purely partisan. Sorry about that. Earlier this week, McConnell was pressed about what he was hoping to learn from the January sixth committee. According, <clears throat> well, I'm like you. I read the reports every day. He said at a press conference. 
and it will be interesting to see what they conclude. Over the last two months, the January 6th committee has been accelerating its investigation into the right. The House voted on Tuesday to refer former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to the to the Justice Department for a criminal charge over his refusal to answer the committee's questions about the attack. When the committee held its, its contempt to vote on Meadows earlier this week, lawmakers disclosed text messages he received around the time of the attack. The texts which Meadow pro Meadows provided to the panel while he was still cooperating for with it were from several Fox News hosts and Donald Trump Jr. and lawmakers who were not named by the committee. The Office of Representatives uh, Yeah, the offices the Office of Repre of Repres sorry. The Office of Representatives Jim Jordan confirmed Wednesday that the Ohio Republican was one of those lawmakers. Meanwhile, the committee announced Thursday that it had subponed a retired army colonel who contributed to a PowerPoint presentation how to overturn the 2020 election results that, that was presented to Republican lawmakers ahead of the riots. This was um, given by uh, NBC News. All credit goes to NBC News here. A Florida man gets five years for assault in capital rights. The longest sentence yet. By Pete Williams on NBC News. A Florida man was sentenced Friday just over five years in prison. Just over five years in prison for assaulting police officers during the January 6th riots at the Capitol. The sentence of 63 months was the longest one yet imposed the, to among the larger, to among more than the 150 defendants who have pleaded guilty to taking part in the siege. Cra crazy things have been happening recently. A, um, a winter triple threat. Okay. COVID testing demand spikes ahead of the holidays with long lights at sites. As case numbers rise and worries about the Omicron variant take hold, both at home and PCR tests may be harder to come by. By Eric Ortiz at NBC News, as Americans prepare to travel for holiday gatherings, the celebrations appear increasingly likely to over overlap with surging COVID-19 cases and the rapid spread of the Omicron variant. Those threats, in turn, are spurring a clamor for PCR testing and rapid tests or at-home kits. For that reassurance, we 
as we have more disease in this country right now, do a test and make sure you are negative before you mix and gather in different households. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the CDC, said in a White House briefing on Friday. This is a special report by NBC News. Um, okay. Generators poison thousands of people a year. The U.S. has failed to force safety changes. Portable generators, which emit carbon monoxide, are among the deadliest consumer products. Two decades after the government identified the danger, people are left vulnerable by a system that lets them, that lets the industry regulate itself. Um, this article was published in a partner in partnership with ProPublica, a nonprofit newsroom that investigates abuses of power, and the Texas Tribune, a nonprofit, nonpartisan local newsroom that informs and engages with with Texans. This was made by NBC News, ProPublica, and the Texas Tribune. Three days after Hurricane Ida slammed ashore on August 29th, leveling homes and knocking out power on the Louisiana coast, Craig Curley Sr. maneuvered through a packed crowd at Home Depot to reach a si- the aisle with portable generators. Generators. Sorry. Curley, 50, snagged one of the last units in stock. A 6,250-watt Briggs and Stratton and drove it to the home of his ex-wife, Demetrius Johnson, in Jefferson Parish. Not Paris, Parish. He tries to convince he tried to convince Johnson, 54, to take their children to stay with rel- relatives in Houston, as officials warned it might take weeks to restore power across the region. But she was adamant. With a generator to power her appliances, she felt safe staying. Sorry about that. That evening, Curly s- helped set up the machine in Johnson's tiny backyard. He fired up the engine and hung around long enough to make sure the air conditioner was blowing cold. He showed his teenage son how to start it, then headed home. If I'd known how, Curly said, I never would have bought that damn thing. By the next morning, his ex-wife and their children 17-year-old Craig Curley Jr. and 23-year-old Daz Jonay Curley were dead, poisoned by the carbon monoxide that, according to fire officials, probably flowed from the generator exhaust and into the home through the back door. This was an unfortunate event that happened a very long time ago. But it's just to show that please 
keep your generators at a certain spot where of course they won't damage you or your family in US news Uh, San Francisco mayor declares state of emergency to combat overdose of deaths crime. The emergency declaration will allow the city to cut through red tape that delays the public response to deteriorating conditions in the Tenderloin, officials said. Former Minnesota. Okay. It just went chaotic. Kim Potter. Ex-Minnesota officer tearfully testifies about killing Dante Wright Potter, who worked 26 years in the Brooklyn Center Police Department, is charged with manslaughter in April's fatal shooting of Wright 20 during a traffic stop. Alright everybody, that is the end to the second episode of Mando's Talk Show. A Christmas episode will be released as soon as possible. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Make sure to show us some support. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys the next episode. Which may or may not be, we are unsure, because I ha- I do not have a proper schedule will be um the christmas uh, special thank you guys for watching goodbye everybody